the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about saving for retirement, building up wealth, understanding the rapidly changing world we live in today. And uh, the our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. At Max Health Savings Advisors, we manage money for retirees, uh, their, their IRA rollovers, trusts, and things like that using our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. And, and uh it's a little different approach from the idea of just buying uh, the S&P 500 index fund and riding markets up forever, which I don't think are happening. I, and I think things are rapidly starting to change uh, against uh, uh, against that strategy. And we're seeing this, and we've been talking about this on the show a lot, uh, and we'll talk about more today. Uh, but, but we always try to start the show making sure you're saving. Uh, you have some type of plan for retirement. The easiest plan is to simply... Put money away in your 401k plan or your 403b, your your qualified type of programs. 10% minimum plus a company match for retirement. And and then put it away over the long term. Use the power of compounding of money over 30 years to build up wealth. Uh, That's the most surefire way for most people to get rich. And, And... the and then once you put away uh that's 10% plus the company match gets you that 13%. So some people say 15, some people save 20%. We we had we started this show out 10 10 12 years ago. Yeah, it was uh we'd call up and talk about saving. We said, "Ted, no one has had a show about saving money." And they said, "I'm saving 15, I'm saving 20%." We have clients coming in saving they'd come to us they're saving 25% or more. Uh, it just depends on your situation, but the minimum should be ten percent plus the company match, and and so it's exciting. I, I think we're really helping people save and build up wealth, and it, 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 it's it, you know it's one of the you know the things that I really enjoy about doing the show is to help people out, and this is one way we do it. And 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 we, we made a lot of progress. The savings rate in the United States has gone up. And, and 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 we're making but still more than sixty percent of the people don't know how much they need for their uh, golden years. This is a story out of I think it was Bloomberg, in uh yeah Bloomberg uh it, it basically uh, people thought uh, they needed uh, the the different numbers came in sixty percent of the people did not know how much they needed they they they, they conducted a thousand interviews to try to come up with this, uh, and sixty percent of the people had no idea how much they would be. Fifteen percent said it was somewhere between two hundred and fifty thousand to a million. Eight uh, percent said they'd plan to never retire. I guess where they are, uh, and uh, or they might like to work. In fairness, and then uh, you know it was about ten percent or so. Eight percent said that uh, a little less than that. There'd be two hundred and fifty thousand or less. And you know there are people that can retire on a two hundred and fifty thousand or less. They have to have a pretty tight lifestyle. But I've seen people do it. But you really need closer to a million dollars to retire or more. Uh, and, and and so, you know, have a plan. It, it, you know, it doesn't have to be that. Some people use real estate. Uh, some people use their 401k plans. 
Some people have all their money in their house and then plan to sell the house and move to a cheaper. But but have some type of plan for retirement in place. It, uh, typically, you're going to get a certain amount from Social Security, uh, and but uh, you know it, it, that that's never a sure thing. And I think it's even a less sure thing for people with bigger money. And this is something we've talked about in the show. I'm not sure in the future you can actually depend on Social Security. Uh, I think there'll always be some type of safety net underneath but I, I think for for wealthier people uh i i think that could be somewhat endangered in the future particularly the way we're spending money running up deficits and and not controlling uh social security one of the things that's been incredibly damaging to social security is the the disability which is yeah a lot of people you know there's some truly disabled people out there that need to be on social security and and they just can't function and then, then there's a lot of people out there that basically just don't want to work or couldn't find a job and when it came up with a reason to go on Social Security, which is early in their 40s or 50s, which is draining Social Security. So, so the, you know, the, these are, so I'm not sure you can really depend on Social Security for retirement. So have a plan uh, at a minimum if you're younger, particularly start saving. If you're over 50, you should be saying, and you're behind, it ought to be a minimum of 15%. 15% come up with a plan. And, I, and I've seen different ways to do it. I mean, some people will say continue to save 15%. Some of them will say they'll buy a piece of property with a you know 15-year mortgage or something on it and then figure, hey, I'll have it paid off at the end of that time and then it'll go up in value and I'll sell it and that'll be part of my plan. That's not a bad plan either, but have a plan of some type for your retirement. Uh, I, I think I, I think the days are over of the stock market just rising up. We've had a Federal Reserve that that uh, after 2009 went and rescued all the the banks in the country and came up with the idea the of trickle down economics, but not like Ronald Reagan's trickle down economics where we give people the money, you know, let them let them work more and then they can get paid more and they don't get taxed on it, so they'll work even more and then it'll spread through the system. Instead, they said, look, what we'll do is we'll just make the rich people richer by raising asset prices, and it really didn't work and it led to a huge income dispersion in the United States. And I think we're starting to see kind of the end of of Federal Reserve central planning of the economy, which really we've we run through a decade of of dealing of of Federal Reserve central planning, and really we have gotten very little growth. With 2%, the last decade, we averaged about 2% growth, the worst decade of growth since the Great Depression. The wor- And actually, there was more higher growth times in that decade than there were in the recent decade. So the idea that the Federal Reserve can cut interest rates to zero and the economy chugs along and everybody feels richer and it were, has been an abject failure. And so we're moving away from that. So we tried something new with Donald Trump. And Donald Trump said, look, I think if we cut taxes and cut regulation, the economy will boom. And that's what's happened. Now we have 4% plus growth rates coming up. Uh, we, we Exciting news on the economy. Uh, this uh, this week, three point seven percent unemployment rate. Three point seven percent. The some of the jobs weren't real good because they lost some jobs due to the hurricane. But three point seven percent unemployment. Let me put that in perspective. The last time we saw three point seven percent unemployment was, I believe, nineteen sixty nine, forty nine years ago. Exciting things are happening to the economy once you allow people to keep their money that they earn and free them up from government regulation, and the economy starts booming. So exciting things are happening there, uh, but understand uh, that you've got you've got to take charge of your own retirement, and so uh, work on that. A lot of interesting things happen. We're going to be talking about the markets, huge moves in the markets this week, huge moves in interest rates this week. The the Kavanaugh hearing that was a, a complete circus, uh, you know. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it just went straight into the gutter. And uh, you know, uh, I I don't even know what to say about the Kavanaugh hearings. Uh, if Kavanaugh can't be head to the Supreme Court, the safe thing I can say about the rest of us: none of us will be in our job if the Democrats start going after us either. And so, uh, yeah. And I and by the way. Uh, a couple things. The Democrats way overplayed their hand on that. Uh, you know, they they basically, you know, they just overplayed their hand. 
they, 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 you know, they had a pretty good hand to play, and 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 then they they went and came up with one thing after another, and uh, just completely. The, I've never heard such wild uh, accusations and just completely unsubstantiated. And what they did is, it was a real mistake because what they did is they just infuriated the Republican base out there, so they're going to be turning out massively to vote. The independents are looking at this and going, this looks like a lynching, and and, and they're like, I don't want anything to do with this. And so they overplayed their hand. You know, if you look at the Democrats, the Democrats were fired up for this election coming up. I mean, they were like, hey, this is it. I'm not I'm going to vote. I'm going to make all my friends vote. Hey, we're going to sit there and do something. Typically in the uh, the after a presidential election, the party loses seats afterwards. And these are that you know the 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 Senate were only holding by a seat or two. I mean, it's pretty close a couple seats. Uh the, the house even the house is close. And uh, now the good thing in the Senate is the Republicans control. There's a lot more Democratic senators coming up for election this time, so they're more vulnerable. But the House doesn't look good for the Republicans at all. And and so all the the Democrats had to do was turn their base out. They were cruising to do real well. And, and, And then they launched the Mueller investigation. And so Donald Trump suddenly realizes that if the Democrats get in there, it's going to be impeachment city. So he realizes, hey, I've got to get out there and start campaigning like it's a presidential election again. Otherwise, I could get impeached. So what they he what they did is they fired up the president, the most popular person with the Republicans to go campaign for all these people all over the place. And then if that wasn't enough. They turned the Kavanaugh hearings into a complete free ring circus, which the rest, the majority of the American people were just completely disgusted by. It infuriated the, the, the Republicans that felt like, hey, they're not playing fair. So now they're all coming to the they're all going to come to the polls. And, and, and so they had a situation where they probably had a pretty easy run to get the House and they might have good chance to get the Senate. Now, I think it's a toss up. So it's interesting. Uh how, how things work and uh, the uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, I think things are really starting to work. Kavanaugh is going to hopefully be approved later today, which is going to be exciting. And and, uh, you know, we, we've got an election coming up. Uh, and so we're right in the height of the election season. We're going to see more October surprises coming up and and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we, my favorite thing was the Donald Trump's estate tax returns for his father from 25 years ago. And somebody pointed out that, wait a minute, if there was a violation of the law, it was his dad, not Donald Trump. And and so uh, New York's investigating, and I'm not sure the rest of the wealthy people in New York want anyone looking too hard at everybody's tax estate returns up there. And, and so this thing just keeps getting more ridiculous by the day. But all of these things are not good for the market. All everyone around the world's looking at the United States and thinking, "What happened to this country? I thought it was the greatest country in the world, and said it's looking like it's, it's basically a, a dysfunctional country." And so that's hurting us. And and, and so we're starting to see changes happen there. I, I think big changes. We're going to be talking about them on the show today. I, I think we're going to see some really interesting things coming up. Tell you what, uh, this is a live show. A couple ways you can participate is you can call in 713-339-1070. You can also go uh, listen to us live anywhere in the world by going to uh, AM 1070, The Answer, uh, and listen live. Uh, You can go to maxoutsavings.com and catch our podcast from the week before. And you can also sign up for the new uh, our newsletter we send out once once a, uh, a month talking about all these issues in the report. We got our most recent report. We said a lot of the things that suddenly are happening in the last couple of reports are suddenly all coming true. And so uh, we have a lot of neat things in the report. We have we've had top Wall Street strategists reading our reports, uh, requesting our reports. We have thousands of retirees that also read our report because we try to take very complex issues and make them simple so you can understand them. And it's a free report. So just go to maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. If you need help with your retirement, you can always go over there and uh, sign up uh, for a request an appointment with me. And I'll, I'll sit down with you and show you how we manage money. And we'll take a look at your retirement to see if you do have enough money to retire. So if you need some help, Go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick, quick break on the Max Out Savings Show. 
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Remember, our motto and philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. If you've got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's what Oscar did. Hello, Oscar. Hey, good morning, Ted. Hey, Ted, this unwinding by the reserve, throwing all that money out there or, you know, or debt into, into the um, economy. Yeah, $50 billion how, hey, a month. Yeah. How much is it? Is it a half a trillion, a trillion, a year? I mean, it's about and, fifty trillion, fifty billion dollars a month. Okay, now, fifty billion. Okay, so then, is that going to be inflationary? And is and the agency bonds like Jeannie Mays, are they going to be affected? Well, okay, that's a good question. Now, they will tell you that by by selling the bonds, what they're doing is pulling money out of the out of the economy, so it's not deflationary. It's not inflationary. It's actually somewhat deflationary. Yeah. But the, the, but they're pushing up interest rates, and and there's a real there's a real discussion out there whether interest rates are actually inflationary or not. And this is something when the price of everything goes up and down, it's recorded in the inflation numbers. But when the price of money goes up and down, for some reason, everybody ignores that, even though that's a major component for everybody involved. So so I what what it is is they're they're selling. They they bought all these bonds to do quantitative easing and flood the system with money. They're trying to rein it back, so they're selling $50 billion worth of bonds. Now, here, Oscar, remember, we've got a big budget deficit because we, we're, we've got uh, tax cuts and we're stimulating the economy to get it going. So we're borrowing more money. So it's putting pressure on interest rates. It, 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 and so and we've seen the, 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 the long bond jumped up to a 3 point, uh, uh what was it this week? Uh, Three point two five on the ten year, and uh, in that area, which is which is kind of a breakout to the upside. So it's hard to say what, but there's going to be some. Uh, okay, there's going to be some uh, repercussions to it. It's just very at fifty billion a year. Do you think that's a major thing, or you think it's minor? Or what, uh, it wasn't a big deal, but we have a huge budget on top of it. And keep in mind. Oscar, we got the Chinese all mad at us, and they've been quote buying bonds, so they're cutting back, so it's pushing rates up. 
Okay, so the, 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 it's doing something to it. We just don't know to what degree is what you're saying, right? Yeah, it's pushing the long end up. Uh, the, the, keep in mind, uh, the 30-year went to uh, hit hit 3.4% this week. So then it's going to hurt the real estate market, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I think that's what you're going to see. Uh, I'm saying that's the one. And, and also, how about the Gini Mays? I understand the agency bond that they're that they're going to be doing some pressure to the to the Gini Mays. Is that true, you think? Yeah, yeah, because keep in mind, the, the Treasury is the benchmark that the Gini Mays are priced off of, your bank loan is priced off of, your auto loan, everything is priced off the Treasury yield curve. Right, especially, especially like you said, the long bond. And uh, so that so so things are looking. That's what you were talking about. Some of the things. So the interest rates then are, will be creeping up. And you uh, you said like three and a half. Per, once we get to three and a half percent on the long, but I was talking about three. That's going to be uh, a, a, an area that that could get us in trouble. Three per, three and a half percent, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, uh, Gunlock, who's he's one of the top. Uh, Bond managers out there. His number was three and a quarter, and it okay. went yeah, on the thirty year, and it went it went through three and a quarter uh, the other day, and it's at it's at three point effectively three point four right now. Okay. So uh, we're pre- we're at the long bond three point four. We're pretty darn close to the three and a half percent. But if you look at the at the trend lines that go back about thirty years on these things, which I'm looking at right now, the, the, you know we're breaking out to the upside, and it, which is probably inflation's breaking out at the same time. And then the last question: Then, which of the uh, which of the sectors will it hurt? The, will it be the technical uh, the 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 uh, which sectors will be hit the hardest uh, as these things go up? Uh, are we talking about technology, or are they going to be hit the hardest? Which sectors are going to be the hit the hardest? Uh, ho- ho- home building, real estate, companies with high levels of debt. And also the stock market, the S and P five hundred. So we're, we're, we're it's getting there uh, to to that uh, you know the, the the red zone out there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because keep in mind, one of the problems you're running into, Oscar, is we're doing corporate America is doing massive amounts of stock buyback programs when we have one of the most expensive markets in history. Now, and they've been borrowing money. They're starting to borrow money. They're they're going through their cash flow and borrowing money, and which means they're taking on additional debt at higher rates to buy more, more and more expensive stock. I think they're going to have to start reining in their stock buyback programs, which is going to put additional pressure on the market. So these people that, uh, the Apple people, the people that do all these buybacks, uh, that's also a, a flag as, uh, to them, right? Oh yeah, no, I I think it is. I mean, now keep in mind, Apple's got so much money; they're just using well, cash. Well, okay, but some of the smaller ones that are going to be really affected by this, right? Yeah, uh, you look at a company like Bed Bath and Beyond; they just reported a bad earnings. The stock has fallen apart. They bought huge amounts of stock and borrowed the money at higher levels, and now they're in financial trouble. So we're in that red zone. Okay, it'll be interesting what happens from here on in. Thank you, Ted. I really appreciate it. Okay, Oscar. Yeah, we're going to try to expand. Look, this week for our clients on Wednesday, late Wednesday, uh, we went. We were seeing breakdowns in the Russell in different areas of the market, and we 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 put a we put a, uh, a hedge a short on the on the Nasdaq uh, late Wednesday, and then Thursday it just fell apart, and and then continued to go down Friday. So yeah, we're cautious. Thank you very much. Thanks, Oscar. Uh, Look, I mean, I, I, I think in our max out savings report two reports ago, we pointed out that the FANGs plus Microsoft was about 98% of the total return on the S&P 500 year to date. We pointed out they were grossly overvalued, and they, they and we said we would avoid the group. And since then, they've started to sell off. And, and if you look at the, the charting on the NASDAQ this week, it really broke down uh, starting Thursday morning. And it, uh, and uh, it, it, by 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 uh, by Friday afternoon, it had gone through. Or Friday morning, it actually gone through the hundred-day moving average, and then it rallied some. But <clears throat> this is a pretty big breakdown uh, overall on the Nasdaq. I mean, and and so uh, the Russell two thousand has broken down. The Nasdaq has now broken down under the fifty-day. And, and the question is, what's going to happen with the S&P? The S&P hit the 50-day and, and rallied back. But if this is kicking off sell signals to a lot of, of, of technical people out there in, in, in quant, quant funds and different types of things like that. 
one of the things that drove us on Wednesday to to sit there and and and, and make that move for our clients was I, I was watching the 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 twenty five day and the five day uh, uh, moving averages, which we don't do a lot of, but just with the Nasdaq, I just felt it was so important because I felt like these people are all doing this trend following, and I, and I, I could see underneath it with China with problems with privacy with problems with uh with uh political leanings of the of the tech companies and, and irritating the conservatives and the republicans and the europeans going after on privacy and, and antitrust issues everything was starting to work against <clears throat> excuse me the tech sector and so so we were watching very closely and just so what i figured was wednesday afternoon i started watching it and it broke down a little bit kind of under the five and i thought well if it goes through the 25 this thing is going to sit there and fall apart it and and so we're debating all day long what what to do with it and 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 i looked at the elections coming up in four weeks the chinese situation was deteriorating by the minute i was thinking there's no way this thing's going to hold up and we decided to go in and interestingly enough the next morning, the thing opened up down big through the 25 that we were watching. It just blew right through it on the opening and, and as everybody hit the thing. And then once that happened, it triggered all the quant programs and the computer programs, which do a big chunk of the trading now to start initiating selling their positions in the NASDAQ. And, 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 the, and the, it was straight down through the through the 25, through the 50, and through the 100-day in a, in a matter of uh, of basically uh, t- less than really a day a trading day and a half, it, it, you know, and, and, and so what we saw was, you know, the market went from about eight thousand down to almost seventy seven fifty or so, two hundred and fifty points on the Nasdaq very quickly. This is a big drop, uh, you know, uh, three over three 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 and a half percent very quickly. Uh, just on that type of thing, and and so in some stocks fell as much as five percent or more uh, during that time frame. And this shows you the power of this trade. And this is one of the things we're really concerned about in the market is, is, is how these markets are going to react with the biggest. There's three big factors out there that are leading the investment and moving the market right now, and why it's a uh, stock buyback cr- programs by corporations. The the indexing fad, which has reached the level of basically the the internet fad in 1999, and quantitative uh, trading programs in artificial intelligence trading programs on Wall Street. Those are the big drivers. And so once those things start kicking off, there's nobody underneath these markets. Back in 1987, we thought the stock market was going to collapse because of portfolio insurance. I don't think there was 10 people on Wall Street. I'll say 20 people on Wall Street that believed that at the time. I I happen to know one of them was a, a mentor, and there's probably not five, and one of them was my mentor, and then we believed it. And, uh, and no one else I knew, even the people that he talked to, no one believed it. But, but we understood what was going to happen. You start getting some selling with the portfolio insurance, and so the 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 Wall Street brokerage firms and insurance companies were doing this, once it went down below a certain level, they had to put in futures to sit there and, and make sure they were protected on the downside so they didn't lose money. Well, once they did, they started selling their futures. That put more pressure in the market and made it go lower. And then when it went lower, it put more pressure on these, these hedgers to, 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 to sell more things to protect their portfolio additionally, and it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. This time around, and it, so that was a liquidity event. We've only seen 1999 wasn't a liquidity event. Even 2008 really wasn't a liquidity event until very late in the cycle when the liquidity dried up in the the uh, the, the bond market. And, and, and really, at the very end, uh, this time I think you could see a liquidity event because of those three, particularly the uh, artificial intelligence quant programs and the the ETFs, where, where there'll be nobody on the other side of the trade, because the, er, those guys have just been it forever, and now when they time to sell, there's the, 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 they're going to want to sell, but there's going to be no buyers in all the quant programs and all the artificial intelligence programs. I'm going to trigger two things: they're either going to say sell, 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 
or are they going to say, uh-oh, it's out of our bounds of predictability, and they will immediately pull back from the market because the computer programs will be will not work at that point in time because because things will have changed. And so that's going to completely drain out the liquidity out of the market. And, and, and so this is something we want to watch very closely over the next couple of day, uh, next couple of weeks to see what's going to happen. And remember, we have the election coming up. Uh, the election's coming up here in you know less than three, four weeks, less than a month, and and so there's a lot of volatility. And that was the other thing we looked at is like, it's we can't really we think we're going to hold the Senate. The House is much tougher. It's hard to predict exactly. What, I think we're going to hold the House just because how badly the Democrats have have mishandled the Kavanaugh thing in particular. Uh, but it's very, very unpredictable. And so it's real hard for me to see how the market's going to go up, up on top of that thing. And, and, and so all of these things are kind of converging on the markets. And I think you really have to have cautious. We hadn't put a hedge on in probably a year, year and a half. So uh, it, it was very unusual for us to do this. And I think you really have to be cautious on the markets overall. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. And as Oscar pointed out, look, this week the the, the bond yields really broke above the levels that, that uh, the Treasury, the longer part of the Treasury. We've been saying in the max out savings report, we're telling you, hey, look, stay away from longer term bonds, go short, rates are going up. In our last max out savings report, we said we're going to see more inflation, rates are going up, and we said one of the things that could be unexpected, is going to be unexpected, is the longer term rates are going to go up. And, and as a yield curve flattens, we felt like the long rate would move up some, which is unusual. And that's that's what's happened. And, and, and since then, the long rate's gone up. The it's broken up above about the three percent level on the ten year. It's at three point two two percent, and then the long, the long rate went up above the three point two five level to almost three point four. These are both very long term twenty year plus trend lines to the downside, and so we're starting to see the breakup. At the same time, we're seeing inflation. We're seeing three point seven percent unemployment. We're seeing tight weight. Rages. 37% of small businesses are giving raises out there. Companies can't find workers. A lot of exciting things. This is great news for the economy. This means the economy is humming along. It's great news, but if if you're the stock market and you're counting on super low interest rates supplied by the Federal Reserve, you know, keep kiting up asset prices, that game's coming to an end. They're take the, the Fed is taking 50 selling 50 billion dollars worth of bonds cuz they got too many of those at the same time we're borrowing more money. They're raising rates because they know rates are too low and and, and so the financial world Things are are deteriorating very rapidly in the financial world. In the real world, exciting things are happening. We're seeing job growth. We're seeing wages go up. We're seeing hiring, record low unemployment across all sectors of the economy. Men, women, uh, you know, Hispanic, black, white. No matter what you who you look at, they're, they're they're getting jobs, which is exciting. Plant and manufacturing are coming back in the United States. Last night I was talking to a friend of mine. They're building a factory in Texas. They requested to help build. Things are happening. Things are moving. So the real economy is really starting to take off, and which is exciting. But that's going to have big changes for your portfolio. We're going to talk more about that right after this quick break on the Max Out Savings Show. And if you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. 
Downtime for your hydraulic-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show up your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, in your retirement. By the way, if you haven't gone to our website, go to maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for that free newsletter. And also, uh, this weekend we've got our church festival, which I'll be working at, uh, the Greek festival here in Houston, the largest Greek festival in the United States. And we've got tons of food and drink there. Uh, all the food we most almost all the food we make ourselves in our kitchens so it's authentic greek food it, it's a lot of fun uh the food's outstanding and so if you get a chance uh, go to the greek festival we'll be there today and tomorrow stop in and see me i think i'll be at one of the beverage booths and say hello uh so it, it's over off of uh, uh westheimer by yokum montrose in that area uh it's a houston greek festival and so, uh, anyway, I tell you what, let's take a call from Steve. Hello, Steve. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. You had a question for us. I do. Um, what about MLPs and oil? How do you see that working through? You know, I realize, you know, we're at, at highs on the, on the market and everything, but how does oil kind of fit in all that? You know, I, that's an interesting one. Uh, the MLPs are barring a lot, so it could hurt them, but they've been hit so hard over the last couple of years uh, that you know that that they're doing better than most of the stuff has due to the higher uh, uh, interest rate cost. Uh, look, I, I think oil. The, the sector I'm looking, the ones I'm looking at closer are some of the big oil companies in here right now. Uh, I, I think some of your big ones are restructuring, and 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 I, and I think there could be some real value there. Uh, the they've had a big run. I think I go back and forth on oil. Uh, if the world economy slows down, which it seems to be in the emerging markets in other sectors, mm-hmm. you, you could see a drop off. Look, a lot of oil is going to come out of the, the 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 Permian. They should get the pipelines in next year, so that's going to put on additional cost. Uh, if Maduro falls, they redo uh, Venezuela. It means a lot more oil is going to come on the market. The key right now, what's moving up oil prices, is Iran. Uh, I probably wouldn't have gone after Iran right at this sector. Because I think there's too many other battles we need to fight, and 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 so if we cut off Iran's oil, that's pushing up oil prices. So I I would kind of assume they're going to oh, be gotcha. right right about here for now. I think the oils in this in this market area right now are going to hold up much better than other sectors. Uh, looking at the oils this week, they really did pretty well. Uh, we really we 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 purchased an oil recently, one of the big majors. Uh, I'd like to see it pull back some more so I could buy some more. Oh, okay. One other real quick question, mm-hmm. if I could. You know, with uh, like Kinder Morgan getting out of an MLP and going to the uh, uh, regular uh, company. Yes. Do you see that happening more? I think so with the tax, the t- changes in the tax laws, really. Okay. It, and it's a little easier to do it now when the rates are lower, uh, when these things have fallen so much, because 
that doesn't trigger such big capital gains when, when they do that to some of these people. And, and so you're going to see more of that type of stuff happening. It's not as efficient. Uh, there was such a huge arbitrage between uh, being able to value your company in an MLP versus a, a, a regular company that the companies were converting a lot of the infrastructure to MLPs. That arbitrage price difference is going away, and they're valuing the MLPs a lot less. So I, I, I think right now the MLPs are a reasonably good place. Look, one of my theories for the next couple of years is you really want to be looking at dividends with some growth. Uh, I think I think we're near mm-hmm. the end of the bull market, and, and so you're going to have to have income coming in. It's going to be one of the big things. And, and so the MLPs look a little better there. We've been negative in the MLPs for probably three or three years or more. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Good good question. Uh that that's one of the, the, the key things there. Uh the Shell MLP is interesting too. There, there's a Shell MLP out there, it pays a decent rate. Um so uh yeah, I mean, look, uh big decline this week in the market. The market really fell apart Friday and uh really Thursday and Friday, particularly in the tech sector. We've been warning you about the tech sector and it really came out. Uh one of the big themes that's really we've been talking a lot on the show and in the Max Out Savings Report about China. And we've been saying for a year now that uh, that this is not a tra- trade script. If you listen to the media, if you listen to the rest of Wall Street that, at, at the beginning of the year and last year, they said, look, this is a trade skirmish. President Xi's coming over. It'll be ironed out here shortly and we'll go on our way. <clears throat> the tariffs won't ever be put in. They won't be put on. Don't worry about this. Move forward. We said, no, this is a very serious thing. Donald Trump is serious, and we have a serious problem, a very, very serious problem with China stealing technology. And and actually, I didn't even say it. I said it was a problem with them stealing technology. I really had no idea the depth of it's gone. And and I think what's come out of this more and more, this is a hot trade war. I don't think see there's any way you can look at it any other way. Uh, I think some of these some of these tariffs might be permanent. Uh uh, I th- I think this is I think this is a tough deal. Uh, a couple things happened this week that were really of interest. Uh, one of them was the uh, there was a big Bloomberg story on on um, that the Chinese uh, uh, army intelligence, I think, or defense group has was sneaking in illicit chips into motherboards that were going into a American company servers. And this chip about the size of a half a size of a grain of rice was communicating, waiting instructions for somewhere which could have been used to sabotage and bring down, to to break, to hack into companies to steal technology, including Apple, including Amazon, including the CIA and the NSA, possibly. And so, but it, they also possibly, they don't know exactly what they, but they could have been used for in case of a war against China. China could have collapsed our internet using these things. They were in the servers in Amazon and Apple. Now, Apple and Amazon have denied that, However, this report was pretty specific uh, about about what had happened and pretty specific about a meeting at the Pentagon about a year ago telling people not to use this company anymore. And, and Amazon went and bought another company that was ancillary involved in it to get control of it. And, and, and so this is a, and why this, you're like, Ted, what does this have to be? It was a spy thing. What this tells us is we cannot depend on the hardware coming out of China or, or in software in some cases. And so this is a real danger. This means that for key manu- for key components of our Internet, for our defense systems in, in corporate America, they're going to have to be made in the United States of America because we can't allow this stuff being made in China and they're sneaking in little bits of, of information to allow them to hack in. Typically, remember when you hack in to a system, there's a flaw in the software. This wasn't software. This was they, they put chips on hardware chips in place and so this is what this is very bullish for silicon valley very bullish for austin i tell you austin's one of the big winners in this thing is because what this means is we're going to have to move more and more factories in it, 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 of the supply chain is going to have to be moved back to the united states not just because the job but also for national defense and, and so this is a big deal it's a real deal the supply chains are shifting every single major company in the united in the world in the united states in particular is looking at their supply chains in china the factories are now coming back here i'm hearing stories of this out there and and, and so this is exciting stuff and and so this is 
But this also means it's a very tough situation with China, and, it, and, it, and it's not going to go away. I mean, the most recent, they just had a story. They have Interpol is like the international police organization. So they have an American run it once in a while. They have a European, and they had a Chinese person run it. Well, the Chinese person goes to China to visit relatives. He disappears. He disappears. So you, we don't even know what's going on in China. They're stealing technology. They're jailing people at will. They're putting in camps all over the place. They're taking over the South China Sea. They're threatening our destroyers. They're putting uh, illicit chips into our computers. Uh, the, uh, hello. Uh, this is a big deal. This is a massive shift. We were in the process of moving our entire manufacturing base to China, and that's come to a screeching halt. This is very good for jobs in this country, for workers in this country, for manufacturing in this country, and it's changing things, but it's putting pressure. This is one of the reasons the Chinese are big buyers of our bonds. Well, suddenly the bond yields start going up this week. So big changes are happening. Oh, by the way, if if, if if you have a question or comment, this is the last segment of the Max Out Savings Show. You can get in here, 713-339-1070. We're live on Saturdays. Sundays, I think we do a replay. But if it's Saturday, you can call in. Um, so so a lot of things happen. We're dealing with the trade war. We're dealing with a, an election coming up. We're dealing with breakouts in interest rates above the, the what we most people perceive danger levels on the 10-year was 3, the danger level on the... The 30-year Treasury was three and a quarter. It's broken above that. Time for caution. If you've been following the max out savings report, we know, we've know we said you want to have higher levels of cash, shorter-term bonds. So when interest rates ride up, you just kind of ride up the little the increases in rates every time in, in short term. Uh, and you want to be cautious. And now, you know, it, we two, we two reports ago, we warned you about the tech sector. We said it was a bubble, and we said to avoid the sector. And now it's started to break down. And so uh, interest rates, think of it, statistic, the 10-year bond has, has risen to the highest level in seven years. So these rates are definitely moving up in here. And this is affecting the stock market. We have the, if you look at the emerging markets, it's like a disaster area out there. Emerging markets, Argentina, Turkey, Brazil sold off. Uh, it's one of them after another. Uh, if you look at the the European markets are starting to sell off. You look at China. China was down 25%. It rallied some in here. You know, the United States, Japan's doing okay, but the, the S&P 500 is virtually, outside of Japan, the only only asset class in the world that's holding up right now. Yeah, the rest of them are all breaking down all over the place. And, and uh, you know, the, and the problems are start, starting to manifest themselves in the United States. Keep in mind, if you're a multinational company, if I'm moving my factories back, that means I have to spend money. That means I have to spend more money to resource my products. It might cost a little more money. If I'm hiring workers here, the unemployment rate's three point seven percent. It's hard for me to hire workers. I gotta pay more money. If I have a if I have workers in the United States, they're all they're all hearing their friends are getting raises. They're going to want raises. Ryan wants a raise. And so, uh, you know, it's it, it, it kind of it, it's sort of feeding itself. Well, uh, if I have to build the factory back here, that, you know, it comes out of the profits a little bit. You know, so we're looking at higher cost, tough to hire workers, higher wage cost. All of these things are starting to wait. We're looking at tariffs. You know, if I get hit with the 10 or 25 percent tariff, do I come back and jack the price up 10 or 25 percent or do I eat some of that tariff? You know, figuring out I have to dig into profits. Some. Everything is starting to work against corporate America. And then you got some of these idiot CEOs like Bank America and you know, deciding in Citigroup that they don't want to deal do business with gun dealers and, you know, starting to, you know, we're going to have red banks and blue banks out there. And you got the other CEOs that, uh, you know, the guy at Facebook, uh, one of their, their employees shows up at the hearing to kind of back his friend up on the Kavanaugh hearing to back Judge Kavanaugh up. And, and he gets berated by Sheryl Sandberg at Facebook because he stood up for his friend at, who happened to be a conservative. I mean, so what are these corporate executives thinking that they're going to go around trashing Republicans and conservatives all over the place and not ex escape some type of scrutiny or, 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 or something else on top of them? Or maybe we're going to have to put laws in place to, uh, to, to mandate what they can and can't do. Never mind. I think you can, I think before this is over, I'll make a prediction. You're going to see some CEOs in the United States, major multinationals sued for, uh, 
for breaching their fiduciary duty to shareholders by letting their politics get in the way of good business practices. That's a, you know, it, it's one thing if I think business is going to go this way, I'm going to do it. It's another thing if I take the corporation and move it in a direction to to to. to to, to further my own political agenda. And that is a breach of fiduciary duty for corporate CEOs. And I think you're going to see some lawsuits before this is over on, on that subject. And we're actually going to be talking to some people on that subject. So corporate America, their profits are going to come under pressure at the same time. It's very high. So it's really a time for caution in these markets. We wrote in our ma- most recent Max Out Savings Report, Yet we have some of the highest levels on a Case-Shiller basis and some other ones. You're looking at 1929, 1999, in some cases 2008. I mean, these things take time. I mean, but we're seeing it already. It's starting to – what's happened in the emerging markets. Uh, the dollar's going up. The higher the dollar goes, the less profitable a lot of multinational companies are because about 40-something, 42%, sometimes it's 45% of their revenue comes – their profits comes from overseas. So – you know, all of these things are starting to work against the U.S. stock market, and I think it's really a time to be cautious. So anyway, uh, those are interesting things. This week, big breakout on interest rates to the upside, uh, very tight labor market, inflationary, uh, big breakdown in the NASDAQ, went down went down to the 200-day moving average. The 50-day is a warning sign, and it barely held the 100, came back up above the 100. Uh, not a good situation. So time for caution. Look, if you want to hear more about this or if you want to talk to me, a couple things you can do. You can go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings with an S dot com. You can sign up for the free report. It's a free report. We send it out. We don't bother you. We don't call you. If you want us to call you up or talk to us, you can also say sign up for an appointment or request an appointment, and I will sit down with you and take a look at your financial situation and see how you're set for retirement. Can you retire? What can you expect? And I'll show you how we manage money using our value investing approach. Look, I think I think the way of, of managing money, putting it in index funds in the S&P 500, which has worked for the last 10 years, is over. I think that game is over. It's come to an end. You're going to need people that can adjust to rapidly changing markets in individual stocks and bonds because they have a much better chance of outproducing a market when everyone else is selling into the indexes. And so I think the world is changing. I, I think you're going to have to be a lot more cautious. But So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. By the way, if you get a chance this weekend, stop by the Greek Festival in town. Uh, you can say hello to me there. And we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Until then, remember our motto and philosophy. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 